Welcome to episode 24 of the Tough Draw Talks podcast. I am your host, Brad Hughes. Appreciate you being along for the ride. Today's episode, we are back at the NFR in Las Vegas, coming to you live from the floor of Cowboy Christmas in the Lane Frost brand booth. I somewhat sound like Froggy from the Little Rascals today, but we're going to push through and power on. I'm excited to sit down with this young man today, Lucchese Morse. Lucchese has already wrapped up the Rookie of the Year race in the bull riding and really has had an up and down season when it comes to injuries. But here he is qualified for his first NFR. Lucchese, good morning, dude. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you this morning? Man, I'm doing all right. I woke up this morning and jumped in the shower and I was like, okay, I don't, I can't really hear my voice very well. So just kind of lost my voice. So we'll, we'll try to make this work. So you might have to lean in to hear me. All right, Lucchese, I don't know how many podcasts, if you've listened to any of them, but we like to start off with a little icebreakers, a couple questions, just to get the jitters out and get you loose. Kind of like stretching before you get on a bull, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> um, what's your favorite food? Uh, it was steak, but at the hotel I'm staying at, they got some garlic green beans, and they're amazing. That's probably my new favorite food is garlic green beans. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Where are you staying? The Virgin, right hey. by the Thomas Mack. There you go. Yes. Sir. Have you ever been out here to Vegas? Yep. Okay. This would be my th- third time. My third time. First time competing, or yeah. did you do like junior no. bull riding well, and stuff? Not. Th- I didn't do the junior NFR, but they did the IMBA deal okay. at the Plaza, yep. and that's where I went. I got you. But I got you. Very cool, man. Um, all right, so this is this is always an interesting one. So, what would you be doing if you weren't riding bulls? Mm. Not playing other sports because I'm not very athletic. <laughs> um, probably just raising bulls, honestly. Raising bulls? Yeah. Do you have some right now? I got seven head. They're just practice bulls, though. They're, yeah. they're not nothing. Yeah, little NFR spinners. quality. Yeah, they're just practice bulls. Uh, nice, nice. Do you have a pen at your house? Yep. Yeah? Right out the back door, about a 50 yards from the front door, or the, the house even. There's a got an arena with four buck and shoots. And Heck, yeah. Nice little turn back pin. Heck yeah, that's where we filmed, didn't it? Yes, sir. When we came yep. out there, yeah, yep. for the documentary. That's awesome, man. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a sec. All right, so, you know, I'm a filmmaker, so I gotta ask, what's your favorite movie? Uh, Probably John Wayne and the Little Cowboys. There you go, It's a good one. Yeah. it's a good one. What about, uh, what's your favorite, do you have a, do you, love, do you watch sports movies? Um, not really. I mean, okay. I used to, but all right. It's just Netflix now. So no, you don't even no eight seconds. You aren't gonna put that high on your list. Where's that um, at? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I've already watched that movie. <laughs> You've already worn that tape out. Yeah, it's. There you go. I can probably tell you the whole script and just read it out loud. <laughs> <Just come>. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So this one. This question's always really interesting, and I love kind of the direction it can take things or where, how people decide to answer it. But uh, what's the best what's the best compliment you've ever received? Mm. Probably that how good my manners are, like how like respectful I am. Probably. That's cool. Like other than that, like just that's probably about the only compliment, either that or riding good but yeah i'm i ain't as good as i want to be in the bull riding yet so i really don't count that as a compliment quite yet yeah very cool man very cool well so you're you live up in oklahoma 
Tell yes, me a little sir. bit about your background and uh, how you got into riding bulls and stuff like that. Well, my dad rode bulls professionally for a couple years, and he actually like he actually lived kind of down the road from Lane, and so he went over to Lane's house a lot, and Lane kind of showed him like how Lane rode bulls, and so my dad learned how to ride bulls from Lane in a in a sense, and I know when I was born, my dad had bucking cows, and he had bulls around the house all the time, and there's always pictures of bull riding on the wall. We're always going to bull ridings, and yeah. so that's all I was really knew from the time I was born, and then I was about four. I got on my first sheep, and then just kept then on took rolling. Off from oh there, yeah, right? yes that's sir. That's cool. That's cool. So you were just kind of born into rodeo, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool, man. Very cool. Um, what about do you high school rodeo? Did you do high school rodeo and co- did you do you go to do you go to any college? Like do you got college rodeo at all? Yep, I did. I did the junior high rodeos, the high school rodeos, and then now I'm in the college association. I go to school in Southwestern okay. at Swasu. Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. How's that going? Uh, it's going. I don't really like it. Yeah. College rodeo, it does not pay. It's gonna. If you win, you're gonna win 200 bucks. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. But. I mean, it's good. Like, they're fun to go to, like, all your friends, and, like, you're on a team, like, because you're on the same on the same school, so you're on a team. So, I mean, that makes it really fun, but absolutely, I would, I would rather pro rodeo. Absolutely. Very cool, man. So, you just kind of alluded to it, and I kind of want to pull back the layers and dive in a little bit on that. Um, so, you're a Lane Frost brand athlete. Uh, what does that mean to you to to represent the Lane Frost brands, and especially with the history that you alluded to with your dad about you know growing up and him actually being going to some of Lane's buckouts and being mentored by him a little bit? What does that mean to you to be a part of that? Um, well, Lane, I mean, he just he publicized the sport of bull riding and rodeo just so much more after what he did and like the type of guy he was. And then when eight seconds came out, I mean, that just boosted the whole rodeo industry just to this, like, so much. And then, I mean, to be able to have guys like Stetson and everybody else with Lane Frost brand believe in me enough to represent a guy that was of Lane's caliber is just pretty special. And then uh, Stetson sponsors three guys, three of us in the PRCA, and we all three made the NFR this year. So that's even cooler. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. So, you know, this, your first NFR, right? So just to kind of put some perspective on it, you know, you've already, like I alluded to earlier, you you already locked up Rookie of the Year. But your season has been far from easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me, let's talk a little bit about your, your season this year and kind of the ups and downs. And uh, I know injuries have been a big part of that. Oh, yes, sir. Like the first two months of the season, I was in, I was winning the world all the way from October 1st to about December or January, and I was just riding everything. They could not throw me off. And then, then I started going back and forth, kind of up and downs, getting bucked off, staying on some. And then this summer, July 3rd, right before the, like right before the big summer run took off, I broke my leg, and I had to. It was a spiral fracture, and I had to. I had to go to Dallas and get get surgery and get a rod and three screws, and they told me they didn't want me to ride until the middle of October, which yeah. the season ends in September. Yeah. So at that point, I was seventh in the world when I broke my leg, and I just stayed at home for a month and came back August, and then stayed on my first two or my 
my first two out of three back from my from my yeah. leg, and then my third one back stepped on my back, knocked me out, like punctured my lung, uh, tore my labrum in my shoulder, and separated my or like tore my rotator cuff and my labrum, and I had to stay in the hospital overnight. And so then the last month of the season, I was riding with a broke leg and then a messed up shoulder, and so we went to Pendleton for the Extreme Bulls finale. <laughs> and I broke my nose and got knocked out twice at Pendleton. So it was not that, it was like the last half of the season was not very good to me. Yeah, so far from easy to get here. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> so what did you, like in those moments, what did you learn about yourself? Because you're very, you're young. How old are you, 19? Tw I'm 20, 20. Just turned, you just, just turned 20, 20 this year. Okay. So thinking about that, you know, as a young guy, like what did you learn through that? Just, well, I learned that I'm, I'm pretty tough, yeah. but uh, just n don't give up on yourself. Cause, I mean, there was multiple times this year, like when I was hurt the last two months of the season, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna make the finals. But then everybody just kept pushing me to go, like just keep getting on and just keep trying to do my part. And Absolutely. I, I just kept getting on them, and I stayed on a couple here and there, and ended up winning enough to make it. Yeah. So. Percentage-wise, coming into this NFR, where are you at of health? I know everybody here, and you can probably allude to this, everybody's probably nicked up a little bit. I mean, oh, you yeah. can't go through a full season and not be. Yeah. But, you know, percentage-wise, with so with so with not only so much injuries, but so many severe injuries as well, like where, where, you, where are you at right now, percentage-wise, do you think? Well, I mean, I feel I feel better than what I did before I even got hurt because I've I've That's been staying great. at Cody Webster's house. We've been working out every day, and he's That's been awesome. he's been getting on to me about being healthy, and so yeah. I feel great. Like I still have a shoulder brace. I've been wearing it, but I don't even it doesn't hurt at all. That's great. That's great. Well, so we talk a little bit about the lows, but let's talk about some of the highs. Like you said, from basically from October all the way into like January and February, you were you were riding you were on fire yes sir so you know what was that run like and you know kind of your your breaking in point to the prca like you know when the highs were high what was that like what rodeos did you win and you know what are some memorable moments for you throughout that first part well like when you like when you're like when i'm on fire like i like it just feels like nothing can stop you. Like really, like nothing can throw you off, and yeah. that's just a good feeling. But at uh, San Antonio, I made the short round there. That's awesome. I got bucked off there, but made the short round, so that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, Houston was a really fun one. I stayed on my first one, made the semifinals, didn't do good there, and then I was gonna supposed to go to Calgary, and then I broke my leg, so I wasn't able to go. That was that was pretty sad but yeah then at Pendleton for the rodeo I didn't do no good there but just to go to all those big rodeos that I grew up watching as a little kid wanting yeah. to go to my whole life is just really cool that's awesome man that's awesome um <clears throat> you alluded to this a little bit earlier but when you think about um you you're not where you want to be and you know because when we talked about the compliment you were like I'm not where I want to be, right? Yes, sir. What are some things that you know you need to work on kind of moving forward as you go past this NFR? Uh, I definitely need to work on taking better care of my body, like working out more, eating healthy, like just starting to actually act like an athlete, not just a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's 
that's probably pretty true for anybody that wants to stay on the top of their game, you know. That's, uh, that's something that I've heard a lot about, and a lot of guys on the podcast have talked about that, whether it's like at some point it kind of clicked with them, you know, of like, but that's awesome that it's only your rookie year and you're, you know, you're already realizing that. Yes, and sir. obviously Webster's a great one to do that with. Yeah. Um, if you can pick out one or two rides this year that you remember, do you have any 90s this year? Never had a 90 no, in my life. Not yet. <laughs> no, sir. Well, you'll get one here. I got it. Probably, I, I got to get one tonight. one tonight, right? Yes, sir. Have you ever been on uh, Soil Fuego? No, sir, I haven't. No? But watched him a bunch. Oh, I've watched him a lot. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about, okay, your riding style, right? Let's talk about that because your, your get-offs are a little rough sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just kind of. They don't pay for getting off of them. They just pay for riding them. So <laughs> I just, I just kind of try to stay on them, and I'm, I'm kind of scared to get off of them sometimes. It's yeah. kind of scary. I'd rather stay on their back, but getting off's the hardest part of them, believe it or not. <laughs> but hopefully one day I'll figure out how to get off of them correctly. Yeah. <laughs> um, what out of out of anything? What's your most memorable ride this year? Could would you say like what was the mm. bull? Where was it at? That sort of stuff. Um. It's probably St. Paul, Oregon, on Ugly Wish. I was 88 and a half points, and there you go. he's out tonight. I was, I thought I was gonna draw him, but Maverick Potter done got him from me. Yeah. What What do you remember about that ride? What does that bull do? How does that work, either to your strengths or what was going on that night that worked real well for you? Oh, uh, that you can remember. That bull came from Oklahoma, about an hour, hour and a half west of me. Yeah. For, he came from Clint Vickers, and then. He's just a big old school gray bramer, just up and down around to the left into my hand, and he was just—he's so big, he's hard to fall off of. He's—he's—he's <laughs> he's, he's big old fat boy. So you can—you could be hanging off the side, and you'd still be right in the middle of him. That's cool. Do you ride better into your hand? I like to from? think so. Yeah. yeah. But, but the last couple months of the season, when my shoulder was messed up, I couldn't pick it up over my head, so I wanted them to all go right. There you go. And then I yeah. figured out how to stay on them going away from my hand, so. And then after the season ended, I didn't get on no practice bulls until the first round of the, of the finals. So oh, wow. still trying to figure out how, which way I want them to go now. Yeah. So <clears throat> talk a little bit about that to our audience, because what I love to do with this is, like, provide the fans an inside perspective. But, you know, for you, you know, one thing that always fascinates me is, like, when guys get hurt and they have to make adjustments, what can they learn, right? Kind of like what you were saying, like, when you couldn't raise your arm up. You, you know, you started working the other direction, right? What is that, uh, how does that work? How does that mentality work? Is it really just that simple of like, you just make an adjustment and start you start to pick it up or or how do you do that? Like, how do you learn to start riding one way or another? Um, it's not that easy. Cause once you get, once you do something for, I mean, I've been riding bulls for 16 years now, dang near 15. Yeah. Like, so once you, once you do something a certain way for that long and then you can't just you can't just drop it and then it's like a bad habit you can't just drop a bad habit like you're gonna have to it's gonna take some time and some dedication to figure out how to get it work yeah but uh, with like with my shoulder deal i actually had my shoulder and my arm strapped down like it's a solely brace i think is what it's called i don't know if you know what that is or not but they had it's it okay. strapped down with some with some straps so i couldn't even pick it up so Dang. when and when that was happening like when they went left, it was that much harder because I had, didn't know how to 
ride bulls like that. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. But you just make the adjustment and keep keep going, keep gritting it out. That's pretty cool. Um, are there any bulls here that you're aware of that you want to get on? I know you just referred to one that was out tonight, but are there any other bulls that you kind of got your eyes on of, like, I'd really like to get on them? Um, yeah, Ugly Wish. I wanted him tonight, but he'll be out again, so I might get him get on him the next time around. And the first night, I got on Bukon of Matt Sharpings, and I wanted him. And But, I mean, pretty much the main one is Ugly Wish because that's the only one that I've rode before yeah. that's here, so I want him again. Yeah. Have you ever been on riding solo? Nope. You not yet. To? I kind of do. <laughs> do I, I think we would get along. He just floats up in the air into yeah. my hand, so. Yeah. I think I think that'd be cool, and that he's he's an Oklahoma bull, so yeah, that'd Over be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Josh stuck it to him at the PBR World Finals. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, he rides. That was a really good ride. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you know, you hadn't broke the ice just yet, right? What's your mentality when you have a couple buck offs in a row? Of like, you know, are there adjustments you got to make, or is it just the confidence to know like I can get it done? Or, like you said, I know you've been dealing with injuries, too, so it's kind of like, you know, where's your mentality at? How do you keep your mindset and your focus to keep, you know, keep plowing and keep chipping away? Because eventually you'll break that ice. Yeah. Um, well, like, I didn't have – I just been working out the last month. Didn't get on no practice pools, but I've been staying with Webster, and he's just all about, like, your mentality about it. And I've, I've dang sure had a good mentality coming towards the finals. And yeah. after I got booked off the first night – I mean, that was 110% my fault. And then the second night was my fault, too. He just, just kind of didn't get a good go at him leaving there, and I kind of just fell off. And then yeah. last night, that bull was this, it's kind of an excuse, but that bull's never went. I've never seen that bull go right before. Yeah. And I was, thought he was just going to go left bucking, and I, I'd known better, but I dove off in there as soon as I nodded, and he felt me and just went the other way. So <laughs> that was that was self-inflicted 100%. But tonight yeah. I'm just going to stay right in the middle. Yeah. I'm not going to. Just him jump for jump. Yep. Yeah. What, you know, with with that mindset, are you the type that likes to know what a bull does, or do you like to try to just ride them jump for jump and not worry about what they do or don't do? Um, I like to have a general idea yeah. of what they're going to do. Like, if – I mean, nowadays, I just ask for a video. Everybody has a video of every bull, especially at the, at the NFR. Exactly, but, yeah, because don't uh, they have to submit, like, five videos or something? Yep. Bull? Yeah. And then, Do you uh, all have access to that? Nope. Oh, okay. We okay. just – we're supposed to remember all them bulls. So I, I, I don't you. remember bulls very well unless, yeah. I, unless I've actually been on them before. But Yeah. It's so. pretty amazing how some of these guys are, like, they can tell you what all 100 bulls out here are going to do. Yeah. Like, Josh seems like that type. Like, he knows every bull going up and down the road. Yeah. Like, Maybe that just comes with, the like, time and age in the PRCA. I don't know. And how, and how good you pay attention, I guess. I mean, because yeah. normally at a bull ride, I just kind of focus on myself. Yeah. Like, I just focus on me and the bull I have. So, I mean, I'm not really watching any other bulls yeah. unless I just see a video of it on Instagram or something like that. Then I'm going to know what to do. But if, Absolutely. If, I don't, if I haven't been on that bull before, I'm probably – not gonna know what he's gonna do yeah um what is what does it mean to you to to already have wrapped up rookie of the year it means i mean that means a lot a bunch of the list of rookie of the year guys in the bull riding i mean is outstanding and 
I mean, Bubba Greg, that's one of my best friends, and yeah. me and him was battling back and forth. I mean, yeah, that was an intense battle, too. Yeah, for like the first four or five months of the season, and then his hip started bothering him, and then, yeah. then I broke my leg, and then we just both kind of got wrecked out quite a bit. And then Alancy Mitchell, he was, I mean, he was coming in to beat us, and then he passed away, which is, that was really sad. Yeah, that was tragic. Then, yeah, but, I mean, to, to be able to, get that wrapped up i mean that's been my goal since i was four years old is win rookie of the year and win the world yeah. so i mean i got one of them knocked down that's just i feel really blessed and you only have one you only got one shot at rookie of the year so it's true i mean yeah. i'm glad i took advantage of it yeah no absolutely and it obviously it took a lot of perseverance to get there um just in general like you know growing up in rodeo and the community aspect of rodeo and western culture in general what is it uh what has it meant to you and you know what do you think because i know like stuff like yellowstone has come out and it's been made a lot more popular to be a cowboy again and western culture is kind of the thing right now but you know being genuinely from it all along like you know to you what is western culture and like how do you define the community and that that aspects of it that you grew up in um like to be a, a real cowboy it's not like Yellowstone is, which I'm not bad trying to badmouth Yellowstone. I like, I, I watch Yellowstone, <laughs> but that's not like what actual cowboy is. Like to me, a cowboy is like somebody who's going to go in the pasture and rope a bunch of bulls and tie them down and do stuff like that. And like in the Western lifestyle, like everybody's just a, just a huge family pretty much. Like everybody's going to take care of each other as much as they can. So like, like even this year, like, bunch of the rodeo contestants bunch of the rough stock guys helped me get from like i've caught rides with a bunch of people from rodeo Absolutely. to rodeo and yeah. i've given rides to people from rodeo to rodeo so yep. it's just a big family more or less like everybody's just trying to help everybody out absolutely absolutely i think that's one of the most kind of endearing things about this culture is the fact that you know it is like a big family and you know when you're a part of it you're a part of it like even just on the dock for example you know every time we go out there to film miss elsie welcomes us into her home you know and we just break bread together pray together and just you know do life together it's really cool it's always an awesome awesome experience and same way when you show up to a rodeo you know it's uh it's always awesome so speaking of the future like kind of where western culture is and what the heart of it is and the future of it you know pbr has done a lot for the sport of bull riding just in general but <clears throat> the new teams thing um, i know you've probably had a little bit of time just to see it on social media and kind of follow along with what's going on what do you think of uh, something like that like the team aspect and being a part of something with a group of guys um it's, i mean i i do really like the idea because i mean it's just gonna just like watching a baseball game or a football game like it just gives you like each individual person can pick a team for them like a team that they like so like for me like I like the Oklahoma Freedom so yep. I'm always going to pull for them so it just gives it gives you something that like something to cheer for and it I kind of I like the idea but then again I feel like it's kind of it's kind of robbing some of those guys uh like the drive yeah. like their like their motivation because I mean I mean, I mean, I don't know the full details, but yeah. from what I've understand, like, you just get paid to be on a team. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't matter if you get bucked off or if you go win. 
like you just you're gonna get paid anyway so I mean it kind of just robs your motivation but yeah. I like the idea but it's it's been pretty exciting to watch them some couple events this year absolutely yeah one of the interesting things I think of when uh when I watch it I talked to Josh about this you know interesting thing is like you may go 90 but like your buddy right next to you that's on your team like you got to cheer for him he you need him to go 93 you know yeah and it's kind of that dynamic of making yourself better and then you know kind of to what you're saying one of the things that that I've heard and experienced through talking to people is like those guys that are on the Austin Gamblers for example being around Jose like you can't help but soak up information and mentality and stuff like that and learn from him right um would you is is that something you've ever considered of going to the PBR or PBR teams um yeah i if they didn't have if they wouldn't have that helmet rule i would i would have put my name in for the for the team's draft for sure but i'm not a i'm not a fan of the helmets that's just my personal preference, preference. Yeah. I'm, i mean i'm not going to knock anybody for wearing a helmet i mean i think there's times where they they are good but just for me they just man the helmets don't get along so yeah. that's the that's pretty much the only reason i'm not i didn't put my name in for the team deal very interesting i guess i didn't know there was a helmet rule for the team's thing yeah i mean i know they brand the helmets and stuff so you know like your team has a style of yeah helmet. yeah oh huh, that's interesting but it's the pbr like yeah. the pbr like they make you wear i think it's if you're under a certain age or if you were born oh, after a certain right. year that's you right. have to wear yeah, a helmet yeah. okay i got you i got you huh interesting i didn't even know that that's yeah. cool man um yeah that's that's always something that when i watch you ride it makes me sweat bullets actually because <laughs> i'm always like ah! you're like one of the only people i know that doesn't wear a helmet anymore yeah um and I know you said it's personal personal preference, but, like, have you ever tried to wear a helmet? And, like, not, not speaking to any brand specifics or anything like that, but, like, what is it in general to you, like, kind of the decision of wearing a helmet versus not wearing a helmet? Because don't you have to wear a helmet in college? Yep, you do have to wear a helmet in college. And, yeah. Uh, so, but I, I mean, I, from all the way to junior high and seventh grade till my senior year of high school, I wore a helmet, but in... 2020 at the high school nationals i got hurt real bad and had two brain bleeds and like severe brain swelling a concussion and i was in icu for a couple days and then after that i kept getting on and this the slightest like my head would barely hit the ground it just knocked me out and i was riding with a big heavy helmet oh i got and you so then i was that was during my senior year of high school when i was I kept you. getting knocked out yeah. so i i mean i still had to wear it mm -hmm. and i told myself i was like once I get done with high school, I'm not not wearing a helmet again. And our high school state rodeo short, short round was that day. Yeah. And I didn't make uh, I didn't make the nationals, yeah. so I drove to a pro rodeo that night and wore a hat <laughs> and didn't put a helmet back on. I got you. But huh. at the high school rodeo, I mean at the college rodeos, I just wear I I stopped I stopped using that big heavy helmet. Yeah. And I started just borrowing one of my buddies' little hockey helmets. It's real light. Yeah. It's the closest thing to a hat. I mean, just in general, what are your goals? Like, I know you just alluded to rookie of the year and then go get win a world title and stuff, but what are some of the some of the things in the boxes you kind of want to check along the way? And and also, I'd love to hear your thoughts. You know, who'd you travel with this year and how traveling partners kind of play into the goals and you know the drive and things like that 
Um, I mean, some other big goals. I mean, it's not out. It's not out the window yet. But I still want to win the average here. Oh. I still got seven more, and well, if absolutely. I if I can ride seven in a row, I I think I'll I could win the average, and then I want to win a gold buckle, a world. I want to win the world, and then uh, but traveling partners. I mean Wyatt Denny, bareback rider. I've traveled with him some. Yeah. A bunch of horse riders mainly, or, or by myself. Yeah. But it just I mean it's all who you surround yourself with. If I mean Wyatt Denny, he didn't make the finals this year. I think he was 16th for like the second or third year in a row. But I mean, he's still so like he's still positive as yeah. all can be after that, which that kind of blows my mind. I'm not sure how I would take that being yeah. being one hole out three years in a row. But absolutely, it just it's just all about who you surround yourself with. If if you're gonna be around winners, then you're gonna become a winner. And then yeah. if you hang around, I mean, if if Wyatt would have a negative attitude towards it, like and just felt bad for himself, then that wouldn't have been. That wouldn't, wouldn't have been, been good, good to be around. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's kind of yep. like you you feed off of what you surround yourself with, right? Yep. That's cool, man. What about uh, check check boxes, right? Like, are there some big rodeos? You had alluded to some of the bigger rodeos you grew up watching as kids and, the you know, the more historic ones and stuff like that. But what's, you know, if I had to, like, just kind of rapid fire, what's one, what's one big rodeo you want to win? Calgary. That was fast. <laughs> why? Why Calgary? It's just, just the history. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's just a cool rodeo. Yeah. It's Canada, it's, the arena's huge. I mean, it just looks like it'd be a fun, fun one to win, absolutely. and it gives away a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, we at this point we like to look up some fan questions, so I'm getting those pulled up right now. You never know what's going to get asked. Let me tell you. Let's see. Who we got? Who we got? All right. Oh, man. Okay. First one, right out the gate. You never know what you're going to get, right? Yeah. All right. So You're Stetson, making me nervous. Stetson wants to know, what is your grooming regimen for your mustache? Oh, uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> just, just shower. Every day, just make Shower, sure. Wash just your make, face. Yeah, just make sure it's washed. <laughs> That's awesome. Jeremy asks, "Would you have liked to have had a chance to ride some of the great old bulls like Bushwhacker and Bodacious and Red Rock and bulls like that?" Oh uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. And like bulls like Bruiser too, as well. I yeah. mean, he passed away, but I mean, all those old bulls—they're some of the greatest. So, I mean, that would, that would have been cool to have a chance to get on them. Yeah. Is your mentality when you go into things like, I want to ride the rank ones, like I want to be on those those really good ones? Yeah, or I those, mean. Those epic, like, legendary type bulls, you know? Yeah. Especially this being my first year at the NFR, like, I've been, got bucked off my first three, but I want to make a really good ride and, like, something that's dang sure going to let people know I didn't make it here on accident. Exactly. My, I mean, I know Soil Fuego's a little bit older now, but I mean, I bet you could still go 89, 90 on him. Oh, yeah, he's so, he's going to be a real good bull. Just open up and spur on him a little <laughs> yes, bit, sir. right? Another fan question we had was your family, right? Especially your dad, I know. Like, you know, <clears throat> and your, your grandma's here, right? Yes, She's sir. She's actually been walking around yeah. while we're doing the podcast. Um, shout out to your grandma. <laughs> but, uh, what does that mean to you to come here with with your family and you know and how does that support system help you throughout the year and especially through your injuries 
Well, I mean, they're the like, they're the only ones that's truly ever been there like since the it's like since the start of it. So, I mean, they've they've been there through all the broken bones, all the like all the high points and all the lows, and they they've still supported me and helped me chase my dream in any way they could. So, for me to finally halfway accomplish that all my dreams and goals of making my making my first in FR and winning rookie of the year and to be able to have them out here with me and to knowing that they had a part in all of this is just really special yeah yeah that's awesome dude and um cinnamon asks if a kid wanted to get started bull riding how would you recommend they do it especially because you were born into it but even if maybe somebody wasn't born into a rodeo family like parents listening stuff like that kind of what would be your advice as far as getting kids into it um well it's never it's never too late to start but uh i would definitely 100 percent get a hold of cody custer he, he has bull riding schools and i mean he's all about it doesn't matter how good you ride if you're a beginner like if you've never even seen a bull before or if you're like very advanced i mean he has something for every type of rider and He's all about keep staying on the right kind of stock. So if 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 a kid's a beginner, he's gonna make dang sure that they're on the right kind of stock, and he's not gonna wreck them out, and he's not gonna break the egg in them, and yeah. he's gonna try, dang sure try to build them up and build their confidence up, and then just keep trying to help them up the ladder. That's fantastic, fantastic, man, Lucasi. I've really enjoyed this today. <laughs> Thank you very very much for coming. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? to your fans, your friends, your family, or just any fans of rodeo in general? Just thanks for the support, and it's, it ain't over yet. There you go. There you go. I think I I, I think you're going to get a gold buckle this year. I really do. I think you'll get – you're going to win a round or two, I bet. Yes, sir. So, Starting tonight. That's right. Got, Start tonight. You we, got a good one. We got three strikes out the way. Yeah, you got a pretty good one. <laughs> Tell, yes, sir. tell Corey to really flank that bull real good. Oh, yeah. Get him ready. Thank you so much again for being here, man. I really, really appreciate it. And, again, thank you all for listening. And to the Lane Frost brand for having us out here. Stetson and the Frost family have been great to us and always have been and sponsor these podcasts. Make sure and go to lanefrost.com to find everything Lane Frost, including information about the un- upcoming documentary. Lucasi, where can people find you on social media and follow along with like what you got going on and stuff? Uh, on Facebook, I have a, I have a, a public page just for my, for my, uh, it's like just my bull riding page. Yep. I kind of post my schedule. Okay. Uh, post all my rides on there, and that's Lucasi Morris, PRCA bull rider. Okay. And my Instagram is i gotta get on here and look so i can't even remember what it is can't remember the it's handle. just lucasi morris underscore okay and then, then that's just kind of posting pretty much everything i'd post about it's just bull riding bull Absolutely. riding and sponsors yeah yeah but they can find your schedule and stuff and autograph signings yeah so be here awesome yep. man awesome um again thank y'all for listening follow along with us and i apologize for my voice my froggy voice has been bugging me all day Uh, but follow along with us on social media at tough draw and at tough draw talks for more episodes of our podcast as we continue to bring y'all closer to the rodeo community until next time everyone enjoy the ride